Hey, it's Monday. Uh, we had a great, great podcast for you. Unfortunately, we didn't do that one. Uh, so we did this one. We, we actually went through all of the uh, lies that you're hearing from uh, Facebook and, and Twitter. If you're getting, you know, people saying, look, they packed vans full of... No, 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 no. We want to clear out all of the, the easy fake things about voter fraud and talk to you about the real big things that you'll be seeing coming from the Trump administration in the next couple of days. That, Selena Zito gives us an update on Pennsylvania. Also, what um, the, the parties, both Republican and Democrat, have missed every single election. They keep taking it as a mandate for this or that, and they're just not listening to people. What this election was really all about, right now on the podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. I want you to know at the beginning of the hour, I told you that... Uh, there's just a few sites that I check that I trust still with confirmation. And I'll lead with that, even saying blaze, uh, the blaze dot com, the blaze dot com. I check every day. I check multiple times a day, but I don't take even our own word for it. And I know Leon Wolf is just like he is an editor that is like. He's on it. Oh, yeah. He is on it. Uh, sometimes it pisses me off how on it he is, but he's on it. Uh, the Daily Caller is another one. Uh, a new website, justthenews.com, is really good. That is, that is uh, John Solomon, right? John Solomon's yeah. new site. Uh, for opinion, Blaze TV, Daily Wire, uh, AmericanGreatness.com is, uh, is a great opinion uh, place, and SpinQuark is kind of like drudge without selling his soul to yeah. the devil without being a leftist yeah well I mean, it, it's not just trump hate now it's he's completely left i really? i think he is oh absolutely i think mm-hmm. he sold it no he didn't i don't think so um according to insiders close to the source okay he has not sold it he has not sold there it. there seems to be some well he moved to germany i know that. a long time yeah, a ago. long time ago but he's been he's been there since i think we were in new york yeah i know but uh that also changes people after a while yeah i suppose uh anyway uh th- that is a completely untrustworthy site now it's Please. it's amazing i don't know what they happened are to all him. left spin everything yeah. looks everything. spun for biden yeah uh by the way uh we have all these monitors in front of us up up on top and we're looking at the monitors uh here to my left and it's four different screens it has uh the three cable networks and then the weather channel two of the networks msnbc and cnn look entirely different today entirely different so amazing yeah what are they they removed the covid numbers from the right third from the a third of the screen was yeah. taken up by COVID numbers forever. The number of cases, number of deaths, number of infections worldwide and in the U.S. completely gone all of a sudden. Yeah, it's huh. gone. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Because, that's because they're touting that <laughs> Pfizer has come out with a ninety percent effective vaccine. Yeah. 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 Yay! <laughs> yeah. Now they're all of a sudden all pro-vaccine. Yeah. I know, which is amazing. Uh, wow. And the stock market has gone crazy. 
I mean, Kamala Harris was up there telling Ooh. you not to take this. This 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 vaccine was developed under the Trump administration. Yeah, I know. Right. So why would anyone be excited about it? It's this. I know. Uh, it's not trustworthy. They've got to say that. Right. They have to say that now to be consistent. They're going to give Biden credit for oh, this campaign for they this vaccine, aren't they? Will. They, they will. They will come out and say it wasn't working until Biden won, and yes. then everything started clicking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, mm-hmm. coronavirus. It's, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, I would expect nothing different, though. Yeah. Well, we not said one that this bit. was going to happen. But it's one thing to say it's going to happen and then see it exactly as we said it would play out the day, the first day we come back and he's been declared president. It's amazing. <laughs> it's it's inc- amazing. And none of them said anything about these these rallies where they were out oh. partying in the streets. Oh, now, no, I will say no. not nobody, not nobody. There were a couple of people who did. Uh, I know Jake Tapper mentioned it briefly. No, he said and I, he didn't want to sound like he was scolding people. Right. And it, where he was calling all the Trump supporters you know, right. killers, I'm murderers. I'm not saying it was equal. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I'm trying to, yeah. I, I'm searching here. And Kamala <laughs> Harris made one tweet, said, hey, by the way, COVID-19 still here. Like her shortest, mm. le- least passionate tweet of the past two years. I will, uh, will at least acknowledge that. But overall, these are horrible ideas in the middle of a pandemic, guys. Like, mm-hmm. you don't see, they're like, oh, well, they're wearing masks. You A mask does not protect you when you're screaming at the top of your lungs four feet away from people. That is not how this works. And they all have been hammering people who gathered because they were on a motorcycle rally or they had a sports celebration. Every other, like they were blasting Justin Turner for running out and celebrating the World Series victory mm-hmm. on the field. And this is nothing because you know what the ultimate cure for COVID-19 is? Voting blue. That's the only thing that will cure it. Everything else. <laughs> well, it has. It's MSNBC already here. It's, 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 it's happening. They're not worried about it Nobody's anymore. Nobody's in the hospital Amazing. anymore. Nobody's no. getting infected no. anymore. Incredible. Nobody Nothing. even has a sniffle anymore. Yeah. It's really weird. Everybody's well, fine. it's good yeah. because then he can't close everything down yeah. uh, and force us to yeah. wear masks. Although I still believe that is coming. We're going to look at some of the things that he is uh, he's he's going to do in the next uh, 100 days. And it's, oh my, it's terrifying. Remember... This is the guy, this is the campaign that proudly said that they had looked at the cabinet to see what levers and dials each cabinet member had, because they're not just going to try to pass laws. They're going to use draconian measures that don't have to go through Congress. So they'll go to, you know, the, the Department of State and they'll screw up Israel They're going to go to the Department of Labor and they will screw up our jobs. They'll go to the Treasury and they'll screw up our money they already have looked. This was, Mm -hmm. I think, back in August, maybe they said that they had looked at these things and had already developed plans just for the cabinet level. Yeah. So and and if you were to listen to what Biden has claimed he's going to do in his first day from day one in office. Yeah, uh, it, it is. It is terrifying. It's terrifying, all the things he's proposing. Uh, and, and among the first will be to put us back into the Paris Climate Accord. Yeah, he said he's going to do that on day one. Day one. Which is good because it will do nothing and just cost us a lot of money. Yeah. That, uh, it literally, it even by design, well, accomplishes literally nothing. It will nothing. handcuff, Weird. except because, handcuffing corporations here mm-hmm. in America. Weird, because I think that's what all of his policies are going to do. Absolutely nothing. Just cost a lot of money. Uh, did you see um, uh, Justice by uh, Janine Pirro? 
on Saturday. Did you see what no. she claims is happening? Mm-mm. Yeah, there's a disagreement there about what actually happened. Now, I will say I don't trust Fox at all. And I don't say that because of their recent behavior. <laughs> uh, I, I will tell you, most of the problems that we had at Fox in the press came from Fox. Yes, they are very famous in the media mm-hmm. industry for leaking bad things about their own employees. Right. This and, is something and, that is not is very well known within media circles. Correct. And uh, th- they did things like, remember when I was on vacation mm. and all of a sudden everybody said that I had been, been fired? fired? Suspended. Suspended. That yeah. came, that rumor came from inside of Fox. Allegedly, Glenn. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, and they were the what we knew no, because we allegedly had a friend who was working at uh, another uh, outlet mm-hmm. that got it firsthand. Do you <laughs> from remember that? Fox, yeah, yes. from Fox. And they called us and they're like, what's the deal? And we're like, OK, didn't happen. I'm on vacation. Right. And we had emails from months earlier yeah. showing the dates of the vacation, which is right. the only reason it didn't blow up into some giant scandal. Right. So anyway, I don't trust Fox at all. Nor should you. Um, but I also, you know, Janine Pirro is not exactly a pillar of virtue herself. Uh, so I'm not sure. But she said <laughs> uh, she said that uh, they had uh, suspended her because of what she had planned and covering on Saturday night. Now, they say Fox is saying, look, we had uh, the election. I don't know if anyone noticed ran late. And so we had election coverage running for in several days that we did not initially plan it. So she's back on TV next week. So that's what they're saying. So that's so it's hard to know. I mean, they are saying she's back next week. So if they were certainly haven't suspended her for more than a week. Yeah, that we at least know. Yeah. Uh, But she is saying that they did suspend her because of her questioning the election results and such. Huh? (laughs) I I just know this. I just know this. Do you remember when I said we got to get out of here because this place is oh, going to yeah. burn itself to the ground? Yes. There you go. I think they have officially burned themselves to the ground. The and, only uh, thing, the yeah. only thing on Fox that I don't know how they're going to get around is Tucker because he is so powerful right now. He is. Mm-hmm. I mean, his records uh, on views are crazy. So much so that they're talking about him as a presidential candidate yeah. in 2024. That's pretty amazing. And Tucker's a very smart pretty guy, amazing. too. This is not just some media personality. He's always been a very smart guy. What does that mean? Just He's just not some... He's not like me. you, is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so Because people talked about... Remember, they did talk about yeah, you, actually, back in the day. They'd be like, oh, they're we're looking we're for, for anybody. You know, who I, you know who I would really like to see uh, more of and, uh, uh, and consider a... A place, per- perhaps at the head of the party, Andrew Cuomo, Christy Nome, Christy Nome. Oh yeah, not, she's gosh, that's a better guess. Yeah, we'd we'd like to see more of her. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, she's great. Okay, campaigning. campaigning oh, and what a was that? Did you hear was that? that? Terrible. I didn't. I didn't detect. What did you detect? I detected what, what, sexism. What? No. Oh, was there something in your brain that would indicate that he's mad? That is really weird. Oh, you. Oh, you. (laughs) All right. I see how we're playing it. I see how we're playing it. This game is always two on one. (laughs) And usually, usually you pair with the first person who says it. You, SOB. You have to understand, I'm sitting next to a box of of scrumptiouscookie.com. Pat has slid to my side of the table. So now these are my cookies. Uh, Dead to me. (laughs) You lose. It's the power of cookies. (laughs) 
yeah, it does right. work. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Pat. Uh, Pat Gray, <laughs> Pat Gray Unleashed. You can hear it wherever you hear bigoted, misogynistic <laughs> podcasts, <laughs> which is everywhere. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Selena Zito, she is the uh, national political reporter for the Washington Examiner. She's a columnist for the New York Post and the co-author of The Great Revolt. Selena, how are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Now, tell me what you think is really going on in Pennsylvania. Let's start with the election. Do you think there is voter fraud there that uh, could change the result or not? Uh, I, 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 at this point, I don't think so. I don't think there's enough evidence. Uh, you know, it, it, there's always shenanigans, right? Uh, but that's the shenanigans. I don't think there's enough shenanigans uh, go to make uh, a difference. But, you know, I'm not a legal expert. I'm not a ballot expert. Uh, I'm just going from my years of, of covering elections. And so, uh, you know, I, that's where, you know, I think this is. And, and, and if you remember, on the day of the election, I came out, I was on the show, and you said, what do you think? And I said, well, I think the polls are wrong. I don't think Joe Biden is going to win this state by five, six, seven, whatever the poll was, right? Mm-hmm. But the, the race is a jump ball. And I think the results reflect that. And and I think what the, the the really important story I think that is getting sort of lost in all of this is that while the Democrats are claiming a mandate and while the cultural curators are claiming that they have put pressure on culture and and had it go their way, they could not be more wrong. The country the down ballot became redder. In fact, it went all the way back to center-right, which is the opposite of what traditionally happens uh, with the president uh, after their administration, right? Barack Obama pushed the country right. Uh, Bill Clinton pushed, George W. Bush Bush pushed, pushed the country Left. So we react to their policies. What Donald Trump has done is move the country even further right. But what, what also failed miserably is the cultural pressure, right? Every time we picked up our phone, we wanted to order from something from Amazon. There was a Black Lives Matter uh, um, a post up there or you know, we should be better kinds of people kind of post. And and all the scolding that was done to us through the NBA, through the uh, through the uh, NFL, none of that impacted, the, in particular, the suburban voter. They showed up for down-ballot races in a very robust way. So tell me, and give me an example. Talk about the open house seat in Pennsylvania with uh, Emily. What is it? Uh, Skopov? Skopov. Yeah. And, and Rick McCurry. Yeah, Rob. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, sorry. And then Rob McCurry. And so that was a race that everyone said she was going to win. She was ahead in the polls at times. 
Uh, it was hinted that she was ahead in the polls by double digits. She raised more money, I think, than any state house race uh, in, in the state. Uh, she had all the, you know, sort of progressive uh, groups, uh, outside groups to help her, Emily's List, uh, Planned Parenthood. She had um, teachers' the, unions. The teachers' unions, and yeah. also in a, in, a, in a suburb where there's a lot of affluent C-suite executives that are in the energy industry, and she had the um, um, the climate change groups behind her as well. You know, people vote their pocketbook. People vote their community, and it and then the, the assumption was, oh, it's affluent, college-educated suburbs that has an ascending population, right? It has it has a diverse population. This is totally going for for her, and she got crushed again by ten percentage points. Hmm. I mean, that is the lesson that 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 pressure that was put on you every time you open Facebook or Twitter or YouTube or turn the television on or try to watch a football game. None of that worked. And I think that is incredibly important. So this goes really against um, uh, what Chuck Schumer said over the weekend, where he said, if we can just win the Georgia Senate seats, we are going to change America. No. Okay. First of all, no, <laughs> just on its face. <laughs> Second of all, you didn't look at the statistics. You didn't look at the numbers. You barely won a presidential race. It, and, and what happened down ballot is striking. Just let's just take Pennsylvania, for example. I mean, first of all, it happened across the country, right? Everyone was telling, um, um, uh, you know, every reporter, there's a blue wave down ballot. There's a blue wave down ballot. I mean, I, I even got to the point where I was like, wait, is there? Well, I did what I always do. I went back out and talked to people. And more importantly, I listened to people. But the Democrats did not pick up one state House race. They did not pick up one state Senate race. They, and, in, and, and in fact, the Speaker of the State House in Rhode Island lost their seat to a Republican. Wow. And it, it is just absolutely stunning. But back to Pennsylvania, not only did the Republicans hold their majority, but they gained state House seats. Not only did they hold their Senate, but they gained state Senate seats. They won two row offices, state treasurer and auditor general, with two Republican candidates who didn't spend a dime running. And, and, and they got defeated also the state house minority minority leader in pennsylvania democrat gone beaten by a suburban mom who worked her butt off knocked on every door and and asked every voter to consider her to earn their vote so if they come in the democrats come in because let me just give you a couple of uh, things from california the Cal- california is going the same way californians rejected a property tax uh, increase that would generate as much as uh, 12.5 billion a year 84 percent of the uh, precincts reporting uh it's narrow uh but it is uh it's trailing Californians said no to repealing anti-discrimination law and reinstating affirmative action goals that's by 56 percent in california they rejected a uh, proposal to expand rent control ordinances. Um, uh, they rejected a bid to abolish cash bail in the state. 
they also rejected lowering the voting uh, age. I mean, those are things Republicans are for. So yes, when absolutely. when the left gets in charge and they start to do things that are <laughs> radical, like, for instance, on day one, uh, Biden has said he's going to reinstate critical uh, race uh, theories back into the government. So he's going to take, uh, you know, uh, critical race and he's going to uh, put those classes back in at the federal level. See, here's the thing. I said this in a, in a, in a column a couple weeks ago. Um, we keep sending Washington a message with our vote, and they keep misreading it. The vote for Joe Biden was not to, to um, overreach. It was because it was for a different tone, because that's what he ran on. He didn't run on overreach, right? He ran on, we're going to be nicer, we're going to be kinder. Fine. That's why people gave you their vote. And what did, what's the first thing he de- does he, is what you just said. He thinks that it's a mandate for all uh, progressivism. You know, one of the things I found really fascinating, and this isn't like to toot my own horn, but this is to show how important it is to, to, to report on the most granular level. You know, the people that, that we outlined in our book, The Great Revolt, the coalition uh, that we outlined in uh, The Great Revolt, the, uh, the Conservative Populist Coalition, not only is it now not a black swan, it stayed together. And not only did it stay together, it expanded. And not only did it expand, it isn't, it's gotten uh, more diverse. That is something that the Democrats should be. In fact, I got a lot of emails from uh, Democrats that I know that are strategists. And they said, we should be reading that book because you have it there. And the people at the top, the people that make the most noise completely don't understand that we lost. We only won the top. Mm. Uh, Thank you, Selena. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. Keep your eye on Pennsylvania for us. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. talk to you about something that i find uh disturbing and honestly um in my 40 some years of broadcast i've never felt what i felt this weekend uh i feel watched monitored and in jeopardy and i know that sounds paranoid but it is what they have told us they're going to do the media and the the left and their allies are calling for some sort of reparation some sort of tribunal for anyone who speaks out, anyone who has donated, this is the latest, anyone who even donated any money to Donald Trump, you allowed this to happen, and they have to stop it to make sure it never, ever happens again. 
They are so convinced that they are right. That they believe that you are some sort of a virus. You've been infected with this. Jake Tapper called you spawn. Donald Trump and his spawn online. I didn't know where to go to find real news. I didn't trust anyone this weekend. I gave you a list earlier of the ones I, I do trust. But I wondered how much of what I'm even seeing online has been suppressed. That's not a good thing for a country that believes in speech, believes in freedom. When you have a press that is in line with e- either party and they are not neutral, you, you, you can't trust anything you see or read. And this only makes things worse. The, the voice and the will of the American people has been misunderstood since at least 2008. In 2008, Barack Obama won on, I don't see a red and blue America. I see the United States of America. Joe Biden has been using that line a lot, but that's, that was the line that got... Uh, Barack Obama first noticed and then he campaigned on hope and change and he he campaigned on look this these are the things I'm going to do I'm going to bring hope and I'm going to bring transparency and I'm going to be bringing the change you want but the change he was really standing for and he and his elitist friends think America wants is the Marxist change When Donald Trump was elected in 2016, the press and the left immediately, because they had to destroy him, they immediately said, if you vote for him, if you want him, you're a racist. No, no. Well, then you're just out of control. You're crazy. Don't you see his tweets? Don't you see how he he talks about people? Yeah, we do. But in 2016, there were enough people that said, I've had enough of electing people and then having them do whatever the hell they want i've had enough of that nobody seems to pay in washington for their crimes nobody seems to tell the truth in washington and now in 2016 we thought we had seen it all from the press and so people voted for donald trump to kick the walls down to kick butt and take names and say, you, you're, you are doing things that are against the law. You're out. Well, they bogged him down with phony charges and everything else. And he didn't clean out the deep state. We still don't have a Justice Department and FBI that I trust. Do you? And it's going back into the hands of the people that corrupted it in the first place. wasn't about race wasn't about white supremacy 
It wasn't about owning the libs. Donald Trump was elected for a couple of reasons. One, kick down the doors and find out what's going on. And I believe he did. Two, tell us that you're going to do things and then actually do them. He did. And the third thing that he never promised, but he did, he exposed the media. And we see now nothing, they say, can be believed. So we've come into two teams now. We're no longer Americans, I guess. We're either red or we're blue. And if you were ever red and you voted for Donald Trump, then you're in trouble. Michelle Obama uh, came out this weekend and she said, Trump voters, let's remember that tens of millions of people voted for the status quo. That's not true. We did not vote for the status quo. We voted for somebody who was kicking the doors down. He was the furthest thing from the status quo. They voted for the status quo, even when it meant supporting lies, hate, chaos, and division. <laughs> Man, I just can't take it. We have a lot of work to do to reach out to these folks in the years ahead and connect with them on what unites us. Boy, I would love that. I would love that. But I don't think that's what you really mean. Because you're the person that said, Barack knows we have to change our traditions we have to change our history. That's what you actually believe. And Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. We are going to have to change our conversation. Uh, we're going to have to change our traditions, our history. We're going to have to move into a different place. This, is, this was the prototypical radical in power. AOC now says she's going to do everything to win Georgia for Democrats so we don't have to negotiate with Republicans. All right. Okay. Elections have consequences. But they don't care about your voice. See, that's the other thing the Democrats are missing. They've, they've misread election after election. Both parties have. Donald Trump did not. But both parties misread every election, including this one. They think now that we voted uh, as a country for Marxism. No. No, I think what we voted for was a guy we didn't always roll our eyes and go, geez, he did what? That was it. That was the tipping point. If Donald Trump wouldn't have been that guy, he, A, wouldn't have gotten all that stuff done. And so a lot of people just went, look, he's got to get it done. If that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Because I, for one, am really sick and tired of the Republicans just sitting back and going, you know what? We can't do anything about it. Yes, you can. Fight for what you believe in. Fight for the Constitution. Protect and defend the Constitution.
That's what you do, Republicans. That's what you do. But you don't seem to want to do that because, quite honestly, far too many of you are in the swamp. You are the swamp. And you have your God. The the creature from the Black Lagoon is Joe Biden. So the problem is, is that the press said they wanted to understand us in 20, 2016. They didn't. They didn't want to. They were just saying that. And then because they live in a vacuum where everybody thinks the way they do, and everybody, everybody I could never live any place else but here. Everybody has the same exact kind of education, Oh, my gosh, these people are animals. They decided we were animals. That hasn't changed. But you better look out from the left. Democrats, you better look out because did you notice what BLM was chanting this weekend? This weekend, they were chanting F Trump, F Biden. Burn the whole thing down. Oh, geez. Are you going to get serious about them now? Now will they be something you should look at now that you're going to be in power? Because you better get control of them. Or do you think you can get control of them now? They're now on the streets chanting against Biden. In fact, like all fascistic groups do, they made everybody raise their fists in the air and pledge to them. And I want you to listen. These are people who are standing in the crowd supporting BLM. Listen to what they said this weekend. Just because Biden is in office, just because Biden is in office, does not mean that our struggle is over. Does not mean that our struggle is over. We challenge you. We challenge you to raise your fist in solidarity. To raise your fist in solidarity. And look at those around you. And look at those around you who have not raised their fist. They have not raised their fist. They are ignorant. They are complacent. They are complacent. They do not believe. They do not believe. In a future. In a future. Where black people can prosper. Where black people can prosper. They are just as racist. They are just as racist. As police officers that are killing black people. As police officers that are killing black people. So you, you got it? The people in the BLM crowd, if you don't do and say exactly what they say, you're as bad as the people they call pigs that should be slaughtered. Jake Tapper said this over the weekend. Listen. But now the Trump presidency is coming to an end. To an end. With so many squandered opportunities and ruined potential, but also an era of just plain meanness. It must be said, to paraphrase President Ford, for tens of millions of our fellow Americans, their long national nightmare is over. And Jake, I would add, for 300 plus million Americans, 
our long national nightmare is about to begin. But keep sucking up and you'll be fine. Na, na, na.